Hey everybody and welcome to today's podcast where I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Alva Gerhi and Alva is going to be talking about her fitness journey and what it was like training for her wedding and fitting into that dress as well as talking about what it was like to try and while pregnant and post-pregnancy. So have a listen, I hope you enjoy it. This is the Jer Conroy Fitness Podcast. Podcast. For more, see jerconroy.ie. Alva, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jer. No, I'm very honoured. Very honoured. Thank you very much for coming on and talking. I really appreciate it. Not at all. Not at all. Well, I haven't seen you in so bloody long, so it's great to chat and catch up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't be too long. We're back in the gym. Oh, I'm living for it, Jer. I can't wait. I can't oh, wait. Stop. I'm down in Junction 6 getting my coffee and things and I'm looking wondering when will we be back? So it's great oh. to have a date. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, well, look, it won't be too long. We're doing the outdoor classes now and then we get indoors soon. But come here, I just said on the intro there, I kind of just basically quick introduction to you. And I was talking, like, obviously you're training for the wedding and then after the wedding and then the baby, after the baby and stuff like that. But before we really get into that and I start asking questions on that, can you just kind of talk a little bit about yourself for anybody who's not familiar with your story? Just kind of tell me a, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So I... Um... Uh, I'm from Casnock and um, I've lived in Casnock my whole life. I uh, went to school in Casnock or down in Mount Sackville there. And um, I work in my family business, Dublin Bay Cruises. So I uh, work with my dad. We do boat trips on Dublin Bay. Um, uh, we've, we kind of sail in, the, in the, the summer months, spring and summer. So we start kind of usually pre-pandemic um, in sort of March, April. And we offer boat trips between the city centre, Dunleary and Hoth seven days a week and sail up until October. Um, and then a few people might know my sister, Theron Garrahy. She uh, is breakfast radio presenter on 2FM. And my other sister, Avine, is an actress and TV presenter as well. So because of them, I guess, I suppose I have a bit of a following on, on social media as well. Um, I when I was... In your own right as well. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'll take it. Credit. I'll take it. <laughs> I know. I think when, when I got engaged, um, I started documenting my sort of wedding planning journey and people seem to be really interested in that. And then I started doing a thing called Wedding Wednesdays where I do like one week would be about dresses. The next would be about hair. The next would be about venues or whatever. And that sort of grew my following for me, which was lovely. You know, I had a lot of bride-to-be's uh, following me. So I guess that kind of, that grew my following a little bit and then got married. And then very soon after the wedding, uh, we, we found <laughs> out that we were uh, we were expecting as well. So then I suppose that kind of opened up to a lot of, mums to be and you know people interested in baby talk and stuff like that so yeah, yeah so it's great and I love it on I love Instagram and I love doing my bit on you know doing that sort of on the side and the bit of fashion and you know baby and wedding and yeah so it's a bit of a mix of everything yeah and like on Instagram as well like it is interesting stuff that you're putting up you're talking about training for the wedding like you're talking about wedding Wednesday I remember I, I was I wasn't getting married. I, I wasn't like getting a dress. I was watching her every Wednesday, like you know. Yeah, yeah. But it is interesting, you know, and a lot of yeah. Lot I think of I actually, I think I actually did one on on going to the gym with you. I think I did one wedding Wednesday just about kind of how I was prepping in terms of what we were doing and stuff, which was yeah, which is good too. And look, yeah. so many people are getting married, and it is relatable to so many people, you know. And, mm-hmm. and it's good that people are doing that. Like you're you're using a platform to help people, and that's really really good because it's what it's supposed to be for, I suppose, you know? Yeah, I mean, we always give out about the word influencer, but I suppose when 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 people start to follow you, you feel to give them something, you know, because yeah. they've 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 contributed and they're they're engaging with you. So I guess you feel like you you what you're putting out should be useful and should be beneficial and should 
you know, help people, I guess. So, um, yeah, so I think people enjoyed it and that's why I continued to do it, which was great. Yeah, well, that's good. And look, not everybody thinks of social media like that, but you you even said they're, they're following you, so you got to, like, give something back. Not everybody Absolutely. thinks like that, and that's really important. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I, and I do feel like I should be giving out something, but when, uh, you know, the, the days that I don't feel inspired, I just won't post, you know, because yeah. I don't want to be one of those people who will just share something for the sake of it. And I'm sure people notice that there could be two or three days where I don't put anything up. Um, but I just think you're better off putting nothing up than just trying to throw things out for the sake of it, you know. I just try to keep it, if I'm going to post something, keep it useful or entertaining or, you know, beneficial to people or whatever. So, um, yeah, I yeah. think that's very important. And look, there is there is a lot of kind of, I suppose, accounts that would be just putting up stuff for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. And look, that's not going to be any use to anybody, you know. Um, no, exactly. You're, you're talking about the wedding, but when you're talking about the wedding, like Wedding Wednesday, what exactly would you put up for people? Why were people so interested? I guess when you're planning a wedding, it's like, it's, it's such a massive project, you know, like it's an event you're planning ultimately. And I'm not an event planner and very few people who are getting married are, you know, so it's kind of like, where do you start? So, um, and I found like, you know, firstly we got engaged and that was lovely and everything. And then we were like, this is going to cost us a bit, you know? So we had to do our budget and we had to decide, right, what, what can we fit in that budget? And, I, I just found that there wasn't much help out there for me planning. So I was just like, why not just share what I'm doing? Because I'm sure people can relate to this. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of grew from there. And I was like, okay, what would people like to hear? And a lot of the time it was, how are you, you know, how are you getting fit for the wedding? Or, you know, do you want to start going to the gym for the wedding? Or um, what, hi Alva, you know, have you any tips on nice spaces to get your hair done for the wedding? You know, and I just, the interest started coming in. So the more that it came in, the more I, I guess I put it out. And that's why I decided to do it on a weekly basis then. And look, that's really good that you're able to help people. And But on that though, was there anyone that was able to help you when you are putting up that stuff? Because you're putting it up to basically give, give back to people and help them. But was there anybody helping you? Yeah, I guess there was. I mean... Like Wedding Wednesday wasn't always me sharing things I'd found or ideas I liked. I'd often put up a question box, you know, this week, this, you know, this week I'd really love to talk about, I don't know, um, skincare, but I don't know where to start. Can you recommend anyone, you know, that might be really good yeah. when it comes to prepping skin? And then I'd get a load of suggestions back. So it was a two-way thing. It was great. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And tell me then when it came to training. Okay. Obviously I know, but, but tell people, but when we were training, like, <laughs> you're, look, you're working full time. You're working on double bay cruises. You're mm-hmm. obviously able to find time for the gym while doing all your social media work. You're obviously helping people. You're gonna go for dress fittings, venues, mm-hmm. tasters for the field. How did you find time to go to the gym as well? So I get. I'm just thinking back on the first day that myself and Darren met you, and it seems <laughs> like so long ago now. But <laughs> like. I, I was I was never really a gym goer and I always wanted to be one, you know, and I think everyone's the same. We all have things that we'd like to change about ourselves, you know, and yeah. I never felt I never felt like I had to lose a lot of weight for my wedding. But there was definitely areas that I wanted to work on. Um, but I was always, you know, up 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 to then I was always kind of like, no, but I'm happy enough with myself, you know, and I know I know what suits me in terms of clothes. I know what doesn't. Um but I obviously like I'm like a lot of people, I guess you always want to be in the best shape you possibly can be for your wedding. So um, I remember I had picked my dress and it was about the November before the wedding, about 11 months before we were actually getting married. So I was like, 
up to that point, I was going to the gym purely because you had helped myself and Theron and you had told us what we needed to do in terms of, you know, what we want to work on or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I probably wasn't going regularly enough. Like we had our slots with you booked in and we would never miss them because you'd yeah. kill us if we did. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, I was kind of going maybe once a week aside from that. And I was kind of like, okay, it's not enough. You know, Jura's telling you, you need to go two or three times a week, you know. Um, but once I had picked the dress, then I was kind of like, I tried, I remember trying it on and I was like, I love it. But I just love if I, you know, if 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 I, I worked on my arms a little bit more, or I yeah. worked on my legs a little, little bit more, and I know I'd really love it then. And then again, once I had the dress, I was like, right, okay, I need to get serious now. And I remember I just started, I, I kind of gradually got into it. You know, I'd, I'd have a session with you maybe on a Monday, and then I'd go on the Wednesday, and then I'd let a couple of days pass, and I'd go yeah. on the Saturday, and and then back to you again on the Monday, and I was just kind of like you know, you'd know that I had only gone maybe twice or once or whatever. Um, and, and, I, and I just got to the point where I was like, Alvin, no one can do it for you. You have to just do the work yourself. And then I kind of gradually started building it up. And then I just, and I had always heard of these people who had said, you know, give it a month of kind of not enjoying it. And then you'll really start to love it. And that's exactly what happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was going three, four times a week and it was just, I, I really do, and I'm not just saying this, but I really do think it was to do with the gym itself. You know, firstly, you and your staff are just always so helpful, so welcoming. And there was nothing intimidating about it. You know, I think a lot of people think, oh, if I go to the gym now, I'll be surrounded by these people who've been going for years and, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, bodybuilders or, you know, girls who have it all, you know, they know exactly what to do and they're in great shape. But what I love about your gym was there was something for everyone, you know, and, and there was no, everyone was so friendly and, and, as, like as I said earlier, like it became kind of not only about me working on my fitness, but it was my downtime, you know, and uh, once yeah. I got in there, it was kind of like, now I can just do get in my zone and do my thing, and my music and just, and at the same time, I know what I'm doing is really helping me physically and and, and mentally. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it didn't even get to a point where I was kind of like, oh, I have to go to the gym now. I was like, I'm absolutely going to the gym now. Otherwise I'll, I'll feel crap for the day if I don't, or, you know, I, I started to really feel it if I didn't, if I didn't go. So it was kind of a two benefit thing. It was like, I'm, I'm, I'm working on myself to look the best I can for my wedding, but also I'm working on my mind and this is helping me my mind probably more than anything. And I just yeah. to absolutely love it, you know? Yeah, no, I appreciate those kind words. Do appreciate that. Um, no, but just on that though. So basically it was like, obviously for your mind as well, but it kind of changed for you when you got your dress and you knew what you were wearing. Totally. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because then you're like, sorry, go on. Yeah. No, no, go on. No, I was going to say, because that was it then. The decision was made. There was no changing it, you know? So I knew then exactly what I needed to do to, to feel my best in it, I guess. Yeah, and I think at the time it kind of all played in well together. You were just getting used to going to the gym and you were, you were going to start enjoying it then because you knew there was a certain time. I obviously knew there was a certain amount of time that you'd yeah. have to get to the gym. After a couple of weeks, then it'll just click. But it was yeah. also in around the same time that you got the dress as well. So yeah, it all kind exactly. of fell in place at the perfect time. And really I remember is. you coming in, you and Darren actually, and you were saying, I got me dress and I'm like, okay, we'll walk on certain areas. Like you said, your arms or whatever. Yeah. So, some girls will come in and their back is shown and they just want to walk on the back. And I'm like, yeah. okay, we won't focus solely on one part, mm -hmm. but we will work on that part as well and make yeah. sure you're happy. But I always, yeah. always remember, and I think it's very important for people to know this as well. I always remember saying to you, okay, you want to look a certain way in the dress. We'll make that happen. But where I was coming from is, you wanted to look good. I wanted to make sure you felt good, like in yourself, yeah. you know? And Absolutely. I remember saying to you, when you're walking down that aisle, I want you to be feeling good, you know? Mm -hmm. 
because there's so many people and they're just training and yeah, they get into the dress and it's not sitting the way they might want it to sit or whatever. And yeah. even they're at the doing fantastic work, but they're stressed because they haven't been able to exercise and their mind might, might not be in the right place because of the lack of exercise. But if you're training as far up to the wedding as we can get, you will be physically healthy, but you'll be mentally healthy as well. And it actually helps you enjoy the day. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. And it's funny that you say that because I had, funnily enough, our wedding was the 3rd of October and we actually had three weddings in the month of September before that as well. <laughs> so it was, it was, one was, who was it? It was two of Rory's friends and one his cousin. Yeah. So three weddings, three weekends in a row. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, like I'll be at these now and I'll be having a great time with them. And then I'll be back. I'll be looking terrible for my own, but no, but I, I didn't. And, and it's, my point being that going to those weddings, I had, you know, a dress to wear to each one or whatever. And I felt great at those weddings because I yeah. put the work in, you know, yeah. and I remember like I, I maybe one of them I was going to buy a dress for it or whatever. And you just I just felt better in my clothes, you know, and I, I didn't really I didn't change. All, but I just knew that I was physically and mentally feeling great, you know. And again, going back to that, the, to the mind, it was, it wasn't just me feeling physically good. I felt really, really happy because I put in the work, you know. And yeah. and don't get me wrong, I didn't kill myself, you know. I just, it was just a regular thing. I just, I, I, I went three or four times a week, not only because I knew it was really helping me, it was going to help me feel, you know, and be delighted with how I looked on the day. But in my mind, I was just so happy. And as you just said, walking down the aisle, I was bloody delighted with myself yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I'd put the work in, you know, which and is great. That's, gr that's great to hear as well, because so many people, like you said earlier, you weren't a gym goer. And no. I knew that when, when I first met you in Darren and we were talking about what you are going to be doing in the gym and, and training and and yeah, you were going once a week because you had to meet me. But then there was other times so I'd, I'd be like, right, where is she? You know, and, yeah, and I yeah. knew you weren't a gym goer, but I knew it, it, it'd come some stage. Mm -hmm. But the, the thing is, like when you're walking down that oil and you're feeling so good in yourself, like that's that's just amazing to hear. Like, And that is credit to you. And so many people transform themselves, whether it's physically or mentally. And no matter what, they don't allow themselves to almost take credit or be happy about that. So I'm glad yeah. that you're saying that it's very yeah. important, especially yeah. on the wedding. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, but again, and I'm, I'm not just saying this, you know, going to your gym, it was, it, I think it was the gym I was attending as well. It really, really made me want to be there and support you and, you know, and, and the guys and you'd have to, you'd go in and you'd have to crack, you know, whether it was you or the lads on the desk or, you know, fellow members, everyone just always seems to just love being there. And that made it easy to go, which is yeah, great. Yeah, I know. Well, that's good. And look, that's what it's all about. Some people think, and you said about going to the gym and you're thinking there's going to be a lot of bodybuilders there or girls that are a certain mm -hmm. type of way or whatever like that. And that's just very important to me and the team. We want to make sure that there's a very welcoming atmosphere yeah and you just said it you have fun have the crack yeah you know and funny yeah, it's so important to say that because i was talking to somebody probably about a week ago and i was talking about training and uh i was actually talking i was saying about yourself coming onto the podcast and yeah. i was like it's great to train yourself and darren and i'm like but we do have so much fun <laughs> sometimes it's hard to train you because you're just yeah. always having the crack with each other yeah. and i'd get yeah. more done with you when I'm just training you and I'd get more done with Darren when I'm just training Darren but yeah. who he is the ghetto I'm like 
I'm trying to control you. So I'm like, I know. But it's but it's we do get the work done, but it's it's really good fun. It's, it's fun. Really I'll never forget we were doing. I think we were throwing. What's the heavy ball called again that you the throw? Slam, the, the slam. The ball. slam ball. We were throwing that, and Darren said to you, Jer, will you video us doing this? Because we wanted for Instagram or whatever. And she just took it upon herself to fire the ball at you while you were video. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I of course I remember because I can see it coming. I can see the ball coming through. And you fell on. You fell back. Yeah, <laughs> I actually I actually posted that like me falling. You yeah. could just see the ball getting bigger and bigger as it's bigger and bigger, slow motion. Yeah, no, it was great fun. It was great crack, um, but, but and I do is, think that's very important. Yeah, that is what it's all about. Like you know, but, yeah, um, absolutely. Tell me though, so you went, you got married, you felt great walking down the aisle. Yeah, that's brilliant. And now all <laughs> these people are following you on social media, and they want to see what you're doing pre-wedding. So obviously after the wedding, then. The baby yeah. or pregnancy before the baby, you were pregnant then. Yeah. And yes. What sorry, happened then? So yeah, so we got married in the October, and then my sorry, I should have mentioned Rory was it was great because he joined the gym also, and he yeah, was yeah, coming yeah. with you know we were going together, and it's funny like Friday evenings down down in Jer Conroy's <laughs> like, and we never thought we'd get to that stage, you know. So it was brilliant. So it was great that he was attending too because we kind of it helped each other. Um, so that was the October, and we both said to each other, right we're not just going to drop this now, you know, we're married now. We're not going to just let ourselves go. So we kept it up and we kept going till the Christmas. And that's when we did our 21 day challenge. Remember we did yeah, our, uh, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, that was great crack actually. So we, you had to go to the gym 21 times between you know, like, wasn't it like the end of October of and December, December. December. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was great. And we had a nice little Christmas party down there. Um, <laughs> And then, sorry, our honeymoon was in the January. So that was another reason why we wanted to keep going, you know. Um, and we had a honeymoon in January and I also found out I was pregnant in January. So I was like, right, okay, this happened quite fast. Um, <laughs> but we were obviously delighted. We were over the moon. Um, but then I was like, what happens now? You know, I I, I don't want to not go to the gym. Uh, I absolutely love it. And I knew that if you get you know if your if your GP tells you you can you can exercise you can work out that it could be done yeah. so I remember telling you then you were actually probably one of the first people I told um <laughs> so I was like I need, to, I need to talk to Jura we need to make a plan here um and we met down in the gym and yeah. uh you were great you I said to you I, I this is obviously before we knew that COVID was going to hit and yeah, everything yeah. was going to close down but I just said to you I think you know I really want to keep coming here obviously I have to change what I'm doing to be safe for the baby or whatever and you gave me some great tips about what needed to be done and you kind of made a, a program for me um which was fantastic. And then I think it was a couple of weeks later that, you know, things came to, well, yeah, that would have been February and then March, obviously things, things hit. So I was like, it was, yeah, awful for everyone, you know, um, but that's another way of showing how well or how much you started enjoying the gym then. And you kind of change your whole mentality because mentality, because when people are training for their wedding, okay, they do it. And once the wedding comes, they're like, yeah, I'm married now. I'm not trying anymore. That's it. You know, and and that happens a lot. Okay. And even if, even if they do keep it up after the wedding and most people who haven't really trained pre-wedding will never kind of try and after it, you know? Yes. Even if they decide as soon as they find out they're pregnant, it's, Okay, I'm not trying to now. And sometimes it's because they don't think it's safe. Some um, mm-hmm. um, and that's obviously up to them. But then sometimes people are like, oh no, well, I don't have to go to the gym now. I'm pregnant. So it's my excuse kind of not to go to the gym. Yes. And, and when yeah. you came and you are still there after the wedding, I was like, oh no, she really is into this now, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's and yeah, I think was, it is a sign. Yeah. Yeah. And then you... the pregnancy, and you're still going, you're like looking for programs. And I'm like, 
no, no, she's she's definitely changed now, you know. Yeah, no, I I loved it. I I just loved being there. And again, that was that was probably more so of a case of um because it was so good for my head and for my mind, you know, because yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to I'm not going to um just stop going when I feel fine, I feel good. Um, and I had heard that keeping fit during pregnancy really helps with the labor. So I was like, why would I not do something that I love when it's going to do nothing but benefit me? You know, yeah. so I just pulled this in. Yeah. Um, so and I was very I was, important as well. So many people don't realize that if you're training and obviously in the in the correct way, like making sure you're training in the correct way. And if you do certain things, it can help your labor be much easier for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I had heard if you, you keep active and you keep fit as much as possible, you know, um, yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong, towards the end of the pregnancy, things did start to slow down because I was tired and, you know, that's, that's coming to the end. Natural, yeah. Um, but I was I was adamant to keep it up and keep going and keep in that headspace because it was my downtime. It was the me time after work or first thing in the morning whenever I went. Um, and yeah, you, you it was funny because we went from like, OK, come on, you know, wedding time you know get you need to get get in the best shape of your life and then it was like okay right so you're pregnant now so we need to change things slightly but you, you but that was a great bit. but that was a great thing about you as well you were so supportive regardless of the situation it was great um so yeah I was I was I was delighted to meet you and then obviously COVID hit, hit so we had to kind of we couldn't um, attend the gym then yeah but obviously you were doing little bits as well but tell I me was, when yeah. COVID came obviously that was March when was Sean born he was born the 19th of August. Very so, good. So, yeah, two, he was born at 38 weeks. He was measuring big. So my doctor said to me, um, we're not going to let you go the full way because he's quite big. So, <laughs> so they just wanted, they didn't want things to get complicated. So yes, I was induced yes. at 38 weeks. And yeah, he was eight pounds, 14 and a half. I never leave out that half. Very yeah. important. <laughs> oh, yeah, look. Women obviously understand that you can't leave out that half. There's no, you can't. Makes a difference. It makes Massive a difference. difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so he was he was born, and my doctor had said to me, as I think most doctors do, you know, wait six weeks before you can yeah. you can get back into it again. Um, so um, I did. You know, I was I was breastfeeding in the whole lot. So uh, to be honest, exercise didn't really kind of enter my head that's it because you're trying to get into the whole yeah. swing of everything and motherhood and it's such a it's such a mad time when I look back on it like it's it's only a couple of months ago but like it's you're, you have to learn so much like and you're thrown into the deep end and you've never done this before yeah. so uh I, I suppose I just kind of sat under my baby for those six weeks and just you know tried to to to, to do everything I could for him so didn't re- I went for walks and that was kind of it but once I got and for my six week check with my doctor and I kind of said to her, you know, I feel good. The recovery has been great. You know, can I start exercising properly again? Um, and she said, yeah, go for it. You know, everything's fine with you. You can, you can get cracking. So I was really dying to get to get back into it again then. Um, yeah. I think that's important as well to say, like when the baby is is born and obviously you're in recovery for the, for the six weeks initially as well. OK, but exercise isn't, isn't the first and foremost thing on your mind, but that's that's good obviously it's not supposed to be you have a newborn baby but again Mm. like just from a trainer's point of view like so many people that i'm training and you could be training them for years or weeks months it doesn't matter and once they have the baby they almost feel sometimes they might feel guilty that they're not exercising they're not doing any any form of exercising and now they're not as fit they don't feel Mm. as fit they they will say they don't look as fit as they once did. And my response is, well, first of all, how can you feel as fit? You're at the just having a baby. You're at the yeah. going through all of this. 
it's such a traumatic thing as well. You know, you need to understand that it's okay not to want to exercise straight away. You, you have to allow yeah. to have the recovery period of the six weeks. Obviously, I've been yeah. as well and, and depending on the individual. Yeah. But it's okay. And it's okay to feel a certain way. It's okay to look a certain way. Just worry about minding yourself, minding the baby, and then things can kick on when you're, when you're ready. You know? Yeah, 100%. And I mean... Talking back to Instagram, like I think that it, it, it's a great place, but it can be a place where it makes you feel under a lot of pressure too. You know, you see people online and, oh, I had my baby two weeks ago and they're there looking unreal. You know, I think you just need to, it's probably a good time to, to not kind of be on Instagram that much, you know, just yeah. after having a baby because it can be, it can be a dangerous place, you know, and you see these people and you start thinking, what am I doing? You know, I haven't done a tap, you know, in, in whenever, how long. Um, but yeah, I just think that in that time, the priority really is the baby and 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 looking after your your mental health. Um and that you don't need that kind of pressure. Um so I didn't, I didn't I didn't apologize to anyone for not doing it. I went, as I said, I went for the odd walk, but that was it. But I but I mean yeah, like, you're not look, you're not I guess you're not supposed to. Yeah, look, look, it is I'm saying that as well, but it is important, obviously when you're ready as in you're you're getting the clearance off the doctor it is important mm-hmm. for yourself to also mind yourself to get that exercise because it's not about the yeah. physical side of it it's about the mental side of it as well you need to make sure yeah, you're absolutely getting some form of exercise and walking for you was the exercise because you're literally just that having having a baby yeah. like if you would have said to me on day one like if you said to me now oh yeah my exercise is walking i'd say well no because you haven't just had a baby now walking yeah. is your everyday life so now you need yeah. to kind of get yourself out of comfort zone but yeah i'm going from being pregnant for nine months and now having been through labor exercise walking is a form of exercise now yes know? yeah and, yeah and no absolutely getting out and getting the fresh air as well you know yeah 100 percent. yeah absolutely and it and <clears throat> yeah and, and and it was it was you know it got to the six weeks out then and then i was, I was kind of like right i need to start doing things now because i loved it pre-wedding I loved a pre-baby and and I did keep it up at home you know into the a good bit into the pregnancy until I you know got to the end I was kind of tired at that stage but um I was I was I was eager to kind of just get back feeling like that you know how I felt I guess pre-baby and around the time of my wedding um so yeah I kind of started yeah go ahead no I was gonna say on on the pregnancy is like training up to the pregnancy well close enough as you as you could you were saying earlier, you, you've obviously heard exercise can help your labor. And I know you had no previous experience, but from, I suppose, talking to others, do you feel that it helped you in, in the labor? Like, Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. It, it, I was so lucky. Well, I was going to say, I was so lucky with how it went, but I do feel like it was probably down to the fact that I was fairly fit when I got pregnant and kind of tried to keep it up yeah. throughout the pregnancy. Um, yeah. As I said, I was induced at like 9 a.m. Um, and he was born uh, just before 8 p.m. So it wasn't yeah. a long labor, you know, and I kind of went from like three centimeters to 10 centimeters within two hours. And there wasn't there wasn't much waiting around. You know, I was lucky that obviously with the restrictions, Rory couldn't come in with me, but he could come in at around two o'clock. You know, everything moved quite fast yeah. um, and, and had him naturally, you know, so I, I couldn't have asked for a better labor. And I do think, I mean, I know I, I, I don't want to say anything, you know, because I'm not an expert when it comes to it, but I, I I had heard that keeping fit helps, and I and I do think it probably played played a part for me. Yeah, no, well, look, that's good to hear, and look, there is science behind it. It does help. Obviously, yeah. I've never had a baby before, but I'm, I'm obviously uh, at the being obviously we look yeah. at the research and stuff, and it does help. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, that's just good to kind of hear that it, it helped you anyway. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, it couldn't have gone better. I was very lucky. 
And I am, I am glad that you were talking about social media and saying it might not be, Instagram is in particular might not be the best place to be on if you're just after having a baby because you have all these thoughts in your mind and this is whether you're after having a, just after having a baby or not. It could be just an individual sitting at home, having a long day in work and you go on Instagram and you see somebody living the life, fantastic um, looking Instagram model or whatever it may be and you yeah. might not be feeling your best. And it can get you down. And I've seen it so much. Um, not just women, by the way, men as well. Instagram yeah. really gets the men. But obviously, we're, we're hearing a lot about women. And it's important to understand. And I spoke about this last week on the podcast with Dan. It, Instagram, it's not always real life, you know? No, yeah. It's, a, it's someone's highlight reel. That's what it is. Yeah. Now, you know? I am seeing a lot of people putting up, like, Instagram versus reality. You know, we see all these yes. images and it's great to see it because people are shown, okay, I've actually posted this yesterday, but I'm actually going to show you what I really look like, you know? Yes, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. And, and that's refreshing. Point. It's refreshing to see. It is refreshing to see. Um, but I think, you know, it, it's it's nice to get a balance, you know? Like I, I try to share, you know, I might share myself going so. Because I like my outfit and I feel like I look well, but I'll also share a picture of myself wrecked at the end of the day. I haven't had a day where you know Sean has been a bit unsettled, and you know I haven't slept much. You know, it's I think it's important that you need to you need to, you do need to show that kind of real side as well. Um, yeah, and can I just say on that you're talking about you like obviously you have a lot of followers on social media, and you're saying the word influencer. To me, that's what an influencer is. You're yeah. actually influencing people in a positive way. Yes, you're shown your best side because everybody wants to show their best side, but you're also shown when you're tired and you might not feel or look your best. And that's really good because so many people will be looking at that and saying, oh, it's it's okay to, to be tired. It's not it's just okay. me. Yeah, it's not yeah. just me. And, yeah. and that's very important. And that really helps a lot of people. So to me, that's an influencer, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Congrats on that, by the way. Thanks, sir. Thank <laughs> oh, you. It's really, it's really important. I love seeing stuff like that. I really do. I really do. Yeah, yeah. And it's important on on, on social media, again, whether you're at the, having a baby or not, you're, we always talk about surround yourself with good people, surround yourself with positive people. I always say that about social media. Follow people who are going to help you. Follow people mm -hmm. who are positive. It doesn't have to be like positive 24-7, but follow people like, like yourself that shows the good side, but shows the bad side. These people that put mm -hmm. up Instagram versus reality, they're, they're just yeah. real people and they're not yeah. using Instagram just as a highlight reel, you know? Yes, yeah, 100%. And I, I think during since the pandemic started, I think everyone is online. Everyone is online. And I have noticed a bit more kind of, I guess, hate online. Uh, and I think it's just because people have more time on their hands and everyone's on Twitter, everyone's on Instagram at all times. We've nowhere to be. We're sitting at home, scrolling our phones. Um, and I have noticed a, a bit a bit of an increase in that. But I just say to people, again, life is for living. If you're following someone that annoys you or is putting up things that is getting to you and you don't like or you think is not real or you think is fake or you think is just hit unfollow because you're not doing yourself <laughs> any favors you know you're, yeah. you're it's it's and you know there's actually I, I'm, I don't know I'm sure you know about it the mute button on Instagram it's a great thing if someone is annoying you or you, their stories are 
pissing you off or whatever, you can hit mute and they won't know that you've muted them, you know, or it's not like unfollowing. It's because they can see if you're not following them anymore. It's just hit mute. Yeah, and it's no, a great thing. I and I found it great during the pandemic. Follow. Oh, do you? Oh, <laughs> you're get, get you're relentless. No, because <laughs> uh, look, I'm, uh, what was the, I think the last time I unfollowed someone, it was like, you're talking about they're, they're just putting up stuff for the sake of it. Like I, I yeah. went online. It's hi guys. I'm just sitting here. I'm gonna have a coffee. Then I'm gonna <laughs> then I'm gonna walk to the shops. Then I'm gonna buy this. Then I'm gonna come back. I might have another coffee. Then I'm gonna have a nap. And I'm like, we're not going to sit here and talk to you about your day or listen to what your day. Is. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna put stuff up, put up something interesting. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is, is putting yeah. up stuff for the sake of it. I don't want to know how yeah. many coffees you're gonna have today. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, unfollow the mute or, or unfollow. <laughs> Get out of there. Straight in there, Jer. Unfollow. I'm gonna, no way. I'm, I'm gonna check your how many people you're following now, and in about a half an hour, I bet you you're gonna have it like. 50 percent of that now less yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all i want to say i want to say that okay. um can i ask you when, when you're talking about social media and a lot of hate online have you're seen it on twitter and instagram but have you experienced any of that or are you just um, yourself um I haven't really experienced it to be honest because i don't think i have a large enough following for people to and i don't think i post enough to, to 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 get it but I know my sister Thirin has gotten quite a bit of it um really? yeah but I guess she's in the public eye you know she is a radio presenter every morning on 2FM so mm. um she she definitely gets it um a lot more than she would have you know in the past and I do think it's probably just because people are online more often and they're consuming more online and I guess the general mood of everyone the past year hasn't been great because we've been in lockdown and we've been missing our families and we haven't been able to do all the things that we enjoy. Um, so she has definitely felt it. Um, I mean, we've all got that, that the odd hateful message, you know, people, a bit of abuse here and fake profile there and, you know, fake names. Um, but I, I have seen it a bit on Twitter as well. Not not for me or, or anyone I know, but I just feel like if there's a program on TV or anything on TV, it, everything just gets slated, you know, and I just, and yeah. I do feel, you know, Twitter is lethal for that. You know, people just think they're on Twitter. They can say whatever the hell they want, like, you know? I, I, know, I just can't get my head around it. Like, why would you go out of your way to just give someone a bit of stick online? <laughs> like, yeah. And, and even if it's a fake profile, like you see people giving stick, they've no profile picture. It's literally just a fake profile. And the person who is getting the abuse some people will say, just ignore it. It's clearly a fake profile. This person must have a have their own issues. Why would you let it get to you? But I'm pretty sure that's easier said than done. And yeah. we've seen how much over the last two years, I suppose, and even before COVID, how much it can affect people. Why would you want to inflict that on somebody? I know. And it's, yeah. And it's funny what you say, like, oh, oh it doesn't affect me. Like, but, you know, if you got, if you got a message, say, saying, oh, I, you know, you're annoying or, or whatever you you why are you doing that or you look stupid or that's ridiculous you know you you block you kind of say oh whatever like I don't know this person they're sending me this but subconsciously it does affect you you know yeah, and it, it's it's you know I might be in sort of bad form for the rest of the day but I, I say my, I say to myself well, I'm just in bad form but it's it's because of that message you know it gets in on you and you might get 50 100 lovely messages and it's always that one you know um but yeah i'll never understand why people do it um and again it's a lot of the time it's an anonymous fake profile and it's a fake name or whatever so um 
I, I do think it's a lot to do with the pandemic. I know I keep saying that, but I do think, you know, if people were out and about and meeting their families and going to, you know, doing, you know, being doing living normal life as it should be yeah. i think they have less time to think about that sort of stuff and less time to, to send those those nasty messages i guess yeah and that's that's the truth as well but then i'm looking at it and i'm saying okay everyone's at the having a horrible year and okay everyone has their own reasons why it's being horrible some people have obviously lost loved ones due to covid yeah. and and that's really obviously bad and then you have other people losing businesses some people are struggling with their business some people are just they're doing okay, but they're not able to see their, their family. Like mm. everyone has their own issues. Everyone has. So, yeah. But, but when you're saying people have more time to be online and give people abuse, but would you not realize, okay, I'm having a bad time because of X, Y, and Z. Why would I want to make someone else's time bad? Yeah. Um, yeah. Get it. It's, it's, I know it's hard it to understand. To be, and there has to be something wrong with the individual to do yeah. that, but it yeah. still gets to you. It would it still does. get you. And that's the thing, we keep saying, it's more of a reflection on them than me, but it's still getting in on me, you know? It's yeah, just, because... Like, and, and subconsciously it is. Yeah. yeah, because whatever they say, it could be, oh, the state, your top, you, you would yeah. be like, oh, I, I won't wear this again. Like, I won't wear it again, yeah. A random picture. <laughs> Anonymous <laughs> fake account told me they didn't like it. But it's yeah. mad how, the, how, the, how we walk, how we think. Yeah, and how our mind works. Yeah, it it's is. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, just hit that unfollow button. I hit that block button, you know? Yeah. <laughs> block. <laughs> Even more harsh. Yeah. Oh, block people. Block them. Let's get them out of here. Get yeah. them out of here. <laughs> and I have blocked. I have blocked one or two. I have to admit, I have. It's, it's, oh, it's actually quite, it's quite uh, empowering. It's a nice feeling to just hit it and be like, right, you're gone. Well, I think I think of only like when I'm fairness, there wouldn't be as many people linking in with us, I, I suppose. But I have like about four people just blocked. See you later, you know. And would you get would you get any would you get any hate online? Because you do have a deep like you've, you've good why hate. Would, or, well, I, I haven't checked. Why would anybody? Why would anybody give me a bit of hate? <laughs> <laughs> just no. out of interest. Hello. She'll, she'll look at me. Why would anybody hate me? Hello. No, honestly, no. Um, look, I don't know. Like. I haven't, I haven't, um, I'm sure if I had all the amount of followers you had, we'd get hate, and I do see some gyms, they do get hate, like, like I really? know, I know people that own, like, more gyms than us, and, and they would get a bit of stick, and the people don't even know the individual, and, mm. and I'm like, I, I should just water off a duck's back, but again, I'm sure it plays on their mind, of course it does. a little bit, and, and I know, and, and I spoke to a friend of mine, he has, has more gyms than us, as I said, and I don't, give a fuck about them you know but I'd be like yeah I'm sure it plays some sort of part in it like it sticks in you a little bit and think of it in yeah. the back of your mind your subconscious and as you said but uh no I'm lucky I haven't got any but I hope if I ever I hope I never do and I hope if I yeah, ever do won't. that I just kind of yes block <laughs> see you later yeah, block. Exactly. and just forget about it you know no ain't got time for that so like you're at the obviously getting back to training after having the baby and tell me I, I want to ask you this question I was speaking to somebody about this before and some people, it can go either way when you ask somebody this, okay? When you're at the having Sean, okay, and you're yeah. obviously sitting at home, you're minding him for all those weeks and and as and minding you, minding him. When you decide, okay, it's now time to get out and exercise, you're working full time, mm-hmm. okay? And in your job, is it like nine to five? Well, it's it's kind of flexible. Like I might do an, I might do seven a.m. till half eight, and then I'll be with Sean for a couple of hours, and then I might he go to bed at nine. I might do nine to eleven. It's it's I'm working all the time. To be honest, it just depends yeah. on when I have the free hours. Yeah. So you're working basically all the time, okay? So when yeah. you decide 
and, and I'll tell you where I'm coming from. A lot of people will, let's say, work a nine to five or even worse if they're working all the time like you. And then, <laughs> let's say it comes to six o'clock. Okay, I now normally train at 6 p.m. I'm going to go and train. So many people don't go and exercise because they think it's selfish that they're going exercising and working on themselves as opposed yeah. to spending time with their baby or spending time with their husband and, and just giving other people your time as opposed to giving yeah. yourself your time. So, so many people yeah. don't exercise because they, especially when they have kids, because they think it's selfish. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's selfish because I was that person for many years and I always put everybody before me and I always thought that it was selfish to try and I'd be finished work at, let's say, 6 p.m. and okay, I can, I can go and train now. But I could also go home and help Sheila with the kids yeah. and bedtime and I want to spend time with the kids. Long story short, two, three years, three years actually, because my youngest, my middle, my second child, Georgia, she was only at the being born a couple of months. So it was literally three years and I'm like, okay, I got a chest infection. I was so run down. Wasn't even yeah. good. Wasn't I remember that. I remember. Yeah. And I was so run, yeah. run down and I remember sitting on the sofa and Sheila has a newborn baby and she had Hannah who was three at the time. And I'm looking and she's trying to clean the house. She's trying to mind the kids, get to them to do everything. And I physically couldn't get up off the sofa. I was really yeah. in a bad way. And yeah. I felt so terrible that I'm like, oh, I've done this to myself. I'm at the bringing all this on myself because I'm so run down. I put all my clients before me, which I always do. I, yeah. I put everybody before me and I never even had time to eat. I'd be like, I'm not prepping me food. I'm not going to eat healthy. I'll just get a sandwich. I'll just, mm. this. I'll just snack on this. And I was so run down anyway. And I said to myself, there and then, I'll never forget it, sitting on the sofa, I will never not exercise again because I know this is my fault that I'm in this situation and I can't help yeah. my wife and I can't be there to put my kids to bed. I literally yeah. couldn't even walk up the stairs. I was that bad. Yeah. And I felt so terrible. So now I'm saying, I don't believe, and, and everyone has their own opinion, but I don't think it's selfish if you're spending time in yourself because if I can't look after myself, how am I supposed to look after my wife and kids? Kids, yeah. It's, how am it's... I going to be there to look after them, you know? It's so true. Absolutely. But, but yeah. Did you, did you, and I don't just agree with me, but did you feel selfish or were you like, no, I need this time for myself? Like, were you smarter than me? I suppose we, did you, did you realize that you needed to do this to be able to look out for everybody? Yeah, I, I have to say I did. I, I, so after the six weeks, I kind of start, okay, I knew I could start and I worked with Sport Ireland on a kind of a postnatal program and that, it, but it wasn't really, it was, a brilliant way of getting you ready to start to go to start exercising the way you used to again so it was kind of a stepping stone working on the pelvic floor muscles you know a real postnatal focused program so I did that um, and I felt properly ready then to get to get back exercising um, but there were some and, and I was working out at home trying to work out at home some days I wouldn't do the workout at home but I would never let a day pass where I didn't do anything. And I know we said walks aren't great exercise, but I, I kind of said to Rory, I was like, I need at least a walk every day, you know, just for myself, for my own head. If I can do that at home workout, you know, if I can do the weights that I bought, you know, at the start of the pandemic, if I can do brilliant, you know, yeah. but I, I, I said to, I said to Rory, I said, I, I, I at least need a walk every single day for my own head, my own well-being. Yeah. And and I'm glad that I that I felt that way, you know. I and so don't get me wrong, some of the days I brought Sean with me on the walk, you know, yeah, um yeah, yeah. and it wasn't leaving him. But I I I I do understand the importance of that 
taking that time for yourself every single day. It's so, so important. Yeah, well, that's Because as my, my sister even always says, you can't serve from an empty vessel. You just, you can't, you know? And if you are run down and your head isn't the way, you know, in the space that it should be to look after your baby and be with your family, you're doing no one any favors. And it's just going to yeah. end in, like what happened to you, Jerry? You know, you were just in a, in a bad way because you didn't put yourself first. Yeah, and, and people were like, yeah, but you're fit and healthy. You, you're fine. You'll grow over. And I'm like, I went to the doctor. I went to a specialist and I said to him, I can't push the buggy to the shops. Because he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is bad, but you'll be fine. You'll recover quick and you're, you're healthy. And I'm like, but I'm not healthy. Yeah. And I said it to him, I was like, you're, you're probably looking at my occupation. I'm a personal yeah. trainer, so you think I'm healthy. I'm telling you I'm not healthy. I haven't been training. I haven't been eating healthy. Mm. you know yeah. and he was yeah. like no I know that but he meant basically I'm young I think you know yeah. um, not anymore no but uh, he was like yeah <laughs> you're grand and I said no but f- physically I, I cannot push the buggy to the shops because I'm I'm struggling I'm struggling to breed yeah and I was like oh, I'm doing and now Sheila has to push the buggy to the shops you know plus do everything else and I'm like it's my own fault I'll never yeah. again like you know it's, you're, you're, it's, it's not doing any favors for anyone but it's so funny that you you talk about this because again like the doctor you think you of all people you know it wouldn't happen to because you're a personal trainer you're telling people you are telling people to do this all the time yeah, yeah. but you can fall in you anyone can fall into that into I'm that like, situation just the whole time and of it obviously I'm, I'm like busy trying to train everybody um i have a, a tree around new gyms home, another one and that was it we were literally we had we had the Mulhuda gym. Junction 6 was literally just opening. Yeah. And I was just trying to do everything for everybody. You're trying to yeah. keep all the staff happy, the members happy, family happy, yeah. everything. And look, just got on top of me. But it's just about prioritizing things and managing everything a little bit better. And that was just a big lesson for me. But yeah. I'm glad that, that you are, as I said earlier, a bit smarter than me in that way. <laughs> but so many people do feel that way. So I'm glad you as, as a female and as a mother are saying that it is important to do that. Yeah, so- no, and, and don't get me wrong. Like mom guilt is a definitely a thing. It definitely is, you know, and, and, um, and there, there isn't a day that goes by where I don't get it, you know, where, you know, if I, if I need to, I don't know, do something with work for half an hour and I can't be with John, or if I need to drop him to my mom for an hour because I need to do this, the mom guilt is always there, but yeah. But I also know the importance of of looking after your your mental well being, you know, and your mental health and and your physical health as well. Uh, they go hand in hand. Yeah. So I'm glad that I know that, and hopefully, you know, anyone who listens to this will 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 hear that. You know, it's it's so important that you you look after your number one because if you can't look after yourself, how can you look after your family? Yeah, and tell me then, just getting back to your social media, like, are you? Were you giving that information kind of out on your social media after having the baby? Or were you telling people, here's what I'm doing, here's why I'm doing it? Because I'm pretty sure there was a lot of people that probably started following you after having the baby just to kind of see how you were getting on with it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I did try and share it. I definitely did. You know, I as I said, that that postnatal programme that I did with Sport Ireland, I, I was documenting that on my Instagram. And a lot really? of mothers following me. Very good. Yeah, they seem they seem to really enjoy um you know, doing it along with me because they're online. So you can do them at any time, at any time of the day. Um, and then the days where I was just going for a walk, you know, I'd, I'd always try and say, look, guys, I know it's absolutely lashing out of the heavens today, but there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad gear. You know, get out there. I bought myself, a pa- yeah. I bought myself a pair of um, waterproof kind of hiking boots and, uh, and invested in a good rain jacket at the start of the winter there. And I said, 
I, I need to get out of this house every day. You know, I can't just sit in and not, and just look at the rain out the window. And and a lot of people messaged me and said, Alva, thank you so much. I'm sitting here with my baby. All I want to do is watch the Kardashians, saw your story and we've we've our gear on and we're heading out now, you know? And when I get messages like that, then it's like, it's so, it's so rewarding, you know? And it's it's lovely to, to hear that people are, people are getting, again, in, inspiration from you, I suppose. That's so I do, that's the sort of thing that I do try to share, definitely. That's really good. I love hearing that. And and that mm. makes you, obviously it's going to make you feel good that you're helping people, but it's going to make you want to do that even more and just keep helping people even more and sharing your story more in a positive way, you know? Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. And and that's that's why I do it, you know? Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't ever really set out to kind of have a large following on Instagram. Um, and But now that I do, I suppose, I, I want to use it to the best of my ability. So, um, yeah. And t- tell me, how is Sean now? How's he getting on? He's great. He's yeah. he's nearly nine months, so he's getting a real little personality now, like, and he's laughing away to himself and he's, you know, <laughs> he don't he understands he started clapping his hands and he's trying to crawl at the moment. So he's uh he's getting really fun now, you know, for the first couple of months they're obviously just so small and they feed and they sleep, but now he's we're getting a bit of crack out of him. So uh yeah, he's great. And, and it's say, great now. They say that's when the trouble starts when they start crawling. Yeah, he's already got us wrapped around his little finger, like, but it's great because the restrictions are obviously easing now and we can yeah. travel intercounty. My sister lives in Clare, Rory's parents live in Clare, his brother lives in Wexford. So it'll be great now. We don't feel like Sean has got to see too many people since he's been born because we've been in lockdown pretty much all of his life. Um, yeah. but we're really excited now to get out and about and kind of spend time with our extended family and they can get to know him as well. And how did you find that on on restrictions? Like you're saying, not many people got to see him. That's the same with me. I have a three month old now, Jordan. Yeah. He's three months, and his family like this, like his family hasn't seen him, hasn't held him, yeah. you know. And and obviously restrictions are lifting now, so I'm really looking forward to that. Like I'm looking forward to even letting me dad, ma'am, sit down with him and stuff like that. And, and hold him, gonna, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and cuddle them. Yeah. How yeah, did you find been, that? Was that tough, or did you enjoy having that private time with yeah. him? I suppose. Well, for, I suppose firstly, I had nothing to compare it to because he's my first, so I don't remember. I don't have any experience of of having a baby where anyone and everyone can call in. You can go here, there, and everywhere. You can, you know, I kind of always pictured my first child. I'd be going meeting friends for brunch while I'm on maternity leave <laughs> and heading, you know. But there was none of that, obviously. Um, I guess there's pros and cons to both. Like my mom and dad only live around the corner. So we've always kind of seen them at a distance, you know, during the pandemic because they're literally a stone's throw. But um, he hadn't seen my dad in maybe two or three weeks or something. And my dad actually just came to the window just to say hello and he made strange with him and he burnt, he oh. started crying and that was awful like because he's his granddad you know it shouldn't be like that if, if yeah. there was no pandemic dad would be here every single bloody day like yeah. with them so that that was tough and um, things like that and obviously Rory's parents live in Clare so they've seen very little of him which is really really tough they're dying to get their hands on him um, <laughs> but then on the plus side I guess you never felt that pressure to get up and out and be here, there and everywhere with your, with the baby. Yeah. You know, you we couldn't go anywhere. We were stuck at home. We had to stay within our 5K. So I guess, and also Rory has been working from home since Sean was born. So he's had all that time with them that he wouldn't have had um, if he was, you know, at work every day. So I guess there's pros and cons to both. Uh, of course, we, we found the exact same. We were like, we weren't enjoying having them kind of to ourselves, but yeah. it's... Like you said, um, your dad looking through the window, we, we kind of yeah. had to do the same. Like I remember my brother coming down, looking through the window and I'm like, 
oh, this is sad. Like this is really it's sad. sad. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be like that. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. It's it's really awful. And hopefully this is the end of it now. We're coming to the end yeah. of it. And can I ask you? Tell me about your job. Tell me about Dublin Bay Cruises because I haven't been before and I am going this. Summer. I know you. You keep saying you're going to go, Jerry. No, you I, well, I couldn't because we've been in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, but true. I that's am true. most definitely. I told you the other day. I'm definitely going this summer, and I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's if we can get a spot because it's gonna be crazy. Oh, we'll just stop. Crazy. We'll we'll get you injured. Don't worry, we'll get you. In. No, it's 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 great. It's it's a lovely day out. And and uh, as I said, we do we do boat trips between the city centre, Dunleary, and Hoth seven days a week. We have a hundred seater vessel. Uh, we're only taking fifty people at the moment though to allow for social distancing on yeah, board. Yeah. We have a bar on board, which is great. So um, I won't bring the kids. So I'll no, don't bring the kids. Bring the bring the, the all the staff and jerk on noise and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and it's it's a lovely day out, and we find that uh, bookings for this year are really strong because people can't go abroad, so they're just kind of staycationing and they want to have nice things to do while they're at home. So it's a great day. Like people, Dubliners don't understand the beauty of Dublin Bay. Like it's yeah. absolutely stunning, you know. And people think you have to go down the west to the Cliffs of Moher or whatever to to get nice coastal views. It's not the case, you know. Dublin Bay is amazing, so, so like- we'd love to have you. Well, I can't wait. And tell me, so when we, when we get on, okay, what, what do we do? Obviously, we're straight to the bar, but I mean, what, what do we do? Where exactly will you just go? Like, tell me, tell me what So we've different expect. we've different routes, yeah. So you can go, say, from the city centre down to Dunleary and then get off in Dunleary. Or you can go Dunleary over to Hoth, get off in Hoth, have lunch in Hoth, spend two hours in Hoth, jump back on the boat, back to Dunleary again. Or a trip that is my favourite, and I shouldn't say this, but I love it. It's the Dunleary Docky Island round trip. So you leave Dunleary, it's an evening cruise, which is lovely. Uh, sail down Kalini Bay, around Docky Island and back into Dunleary again. It's about an hour and 15 minutes. And it's just a really nice way to spend an evening, a couple of drinks with a few friends out in a boat on the bay. You know, it's 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 really, really nice. And um, um, we're not that long. Like we're about seven or eight years in business. So still people are still finding out about us. Yeah. But um, it's 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 a really nice way to spend a day or spend a couple of hours. So um, well, that's yeah, good great. that you have options of both. You're doing it during the day and you're doing it at night time as well. Yeah, exactly. And then we've private hire option as well. So a lot of pre-pandemic, a lot of corporates would have booked us out, booked out the boat oh, for their st- summer party or whatever, um, and you can get food on board and drinks on board and things like that. So it's uh, a yeah, really that's obviously slow. The groups aren't really booking because you can't really meet up with too many people at the moment. But um, individuals are, and it's 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 yeah, it's really nice. So, so I definitely can have a Jerry Conroy Fitness staff party on it. You can indeed, yeah. That's <laughs> Hit me really up. good. We'll have we'll, we always bring our members with us everywhere as well. You said great people, but we'll we'll get fifty while the restrictions. But once the restrictions are lifted, because their members like, we do have gym nights out. I know it's a gym one, and it sounds yeah. Great. But we do have like member of the year awards, like our annual. Yeah, award. I remember them. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, you used to have them in one of the pubs there in in, in the Clonsilla or somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. During the summer, we're gonna have like we have like fitness nights and stuff like that. But we'll we'll definitely have to get out there. That'd be good. That'd fun. be great. Yeah, and we've like people have brought DJs on board and stuff like that before, oh, so you can have music and stuff. So it's great crack. Yeah, it's brilliant. Oh my god. So that is yeah. gonna be brilliant. I'm actually looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah. So <laughs> Going forward, okay. So, yeah. what's what's your what's your plan? What's your plan? So, I want to get back to the gym, Jer. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? Seventh of June, isn't it? The seventh. Seventh of June. Seventh yeah. of June. 7th yeah. June. So. Yeah. yeah. So as I said, like I've been I've been tipping away since since Sean arrived, but I think. I'm never going to do the kind of level of, of exercise that I was doing in the gym. You know, at home, it's just hard. And yeah. as I said to you earlier, like. <sighs> You know, in lockdown, it's difficult because 
what motivates me is having something to look forward to, you know, and, um, you, you know, with, with the whole lockdown, there's been nothing to look forward to. We didn't know when we were coming out of lockdown. We didn't know when we'd be able to meet friends again. We didn't know when we'd be going to a wedding again or whatever. Um, so yeah, I want to, it's now that we have a bit of an idea, you know, I'll be dying to get back to the gym. Um, and I, I guess get back to that kind of routine that I was in. Now it'd be harder with a baby, but you know, if I could go three or four, three or four days a week, I'd be delighted. So, um, well, look, you said earlier as well, you, you know, the importance of getting out, spending a bit of time for yourself, you know, yeah. and obviously it's hard, but you'll be able to prioritize that into your day as well and making sure you're looking after yourself physically and healthy. As well. Yeah. hundred percent. And if it's, if it's, Absolutely. And if it's 6am, it's 6am, you know, if it's, if it's the last hour before you close, you know, it's, it's, I just think it's so important to fit it in. And I, and I will be doing that because it's, again, it's not just for the physical health, it's, it's your mental health as well, which is so important. Thanks very much for coming on and talking about everything. And I I do feel that it's very important to talk about, not just about pre-wedding and and training and, and not just about looking good, but feeling good, but it's very important to talk about after having a baby and being kind to yourself and minding mm-hmm. yourself as well as obviously minding the baby but and just making sure that you're not on social media feeling down because somebody is out having a baby two weeks ago and now they look mm-hmm. great and they're out walking and they're doing this and they're doing that mm-hmm. because everybody's recovery is different everybody's lifestyle is different everybody yeah. has just different things going on in their life and mm-hmm. It's one thing for me to say, someone could say, well, you might have kids, but you've never physically had a baby. I understand Mm -hmm. that. Okay, a lot of my clients will be in that situation. Yeah, but we're still not in that situation. I get that. Mm -hmm. So it's really important. And I thank you for coming on and sharing that because so many people are going to be able to relate to that. And it's very important. I feel that women talk about these things and let each other see that it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to think like this. It's okay to kind of give time for yourself because yeah. everybody is too hard on themselves, but I feel there's just so many women, especially after having a baby that are just too hard on themselves. And it's when yeah. you talk to other people, you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be too hard on myself. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and I didn't even touch on this, but the whole hormonal side of that, you know, your everything is just, yeah. your hormones are all over the place after having a baby. It would be strange if you didn't feel low some days. It would be strange if you didn't feel lost or overwhelmed or completely in the deep end when it comes to, you know, your day-to-day life after having a baby. So because of that, that's even, you know, more of a reason why I think it's so important that you take out that time for yourself, half an hour a day, 20 minutes a day, you know, just to do what makes you feel good whether it's yeah. exercising, walking, meditating, you know, it's it's crucial. And yeah, again, I suppose we'll finish up with not everything you see online is real life and don't compare yourself to other people because as you said, everyone's recovery is different. Yeah, and look, I'm, I'm glad you said that and you're talking about like the hormones. People don't understand your hormones are all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, of course they are. Like this, again, again, I, I don't talk about this a lot because I probably would get some sort of hate from it as in people saying what are you talking about you're a bloke you've never had a how to baby physically mm-hmm. yes i can talk about how many women i've trained pre post natal all this type of stuff but it's more mm-hmm. important i feel to hear from the likes of you who've been there and done that but the hormones just plays a huge part on how people are feeling and yeah. it is okay to feel this way and it is okay to understand x y and z about social media and stuff like that so so yeah. thanks for, for talking about that as well it's really really important not at all. Thank you for, for allowing me to. 
Okay guys, so there you have it. That was Alba talking about her fitness journey. I think a lot of people are gonna be able to relate to that. So thank you Alba for coming on and sharing your story. I really enjoyed that. If anybody else is out there listening and enjoying it, please make sure to share on your social media and tell your family and friends. Thank you very much everybody. I appreciate the support.